Welcome to the JMP Cast. I'm your host, Josiah Michael Pyatt. This podcast is centered around the question, what does it look like to live in our identity in Christ and to actively participate in the Father's kingdom that's in our midst? Today we step into episode two in the series called, When God Says No, Learning How to Suffer Well. So for this episode, I feel like it's only fair to you that I go into basically the no that I've been given personally. So this episode is not going to be about how I navigate through it or things that I found helpful or where we, if you remember from the last episode, kind of the tools and the ways that I've learned how to navigate. Instead, I feel like it's only fair if I'm going to have this conversation with you that I need to at least share some things about the no that I've been given in my life. Now, I don't want this series to be focused on my sickness or my health problems. But at the same time, the things that I'm going to be bringing up with you in these next episodes are all coming from my own deep personal wrestle that I've had with Jesus in respects to this no that I've been given. Now, the way that I've learned how to navigate through this no is very much an ongoing thing. I have not arrived. Please do not hear this series and think Josiah has made it and figured it out and now he's just trying to help people to get to where he's at. That is not the case. I am still on this journey. It is still difficult for me. In fact, I would actually say that I find it harder now as a 25-year-old male than I ever have before with the struggles that I have spiritually, emotionally, physically, and relationally with the challenges that I face with my severe chronic health issues. The reason why I would say I find it harder is because now it's almost like I'm not able to use the coping mechanisms the behaviors and the actions that I've used to survive, to get through the suffering that I've gone through. And so it's harder now because I actually have to feel it. I actually have to process it. I actually have to sit in the mess, sit in the dirt and bring it to Jesus, which sounds like a beautiful romantic thing, but really it sucks and it's hard and it's messy and it's not easy. So please know that I am not coming to you trying to say, I have it all figured out. I don't. And actually, I'm not even here to tell you, unfortunately, that this is going to get easier. I'm actually here to tell you it might end up being harder. However, let me tell you this. I never thought that I could have the peace that I have with my relationship with Jesus, with myself and with others. I never knew that I would have these moments of joy, of love, of hope, of hope that I actually have that isn't some fake postcard statement or tweet or something I'm trying to say to impress you. I never knew that I could actually have hope because of the circumstances that I faced and I genuinely have hope. And so yes, it's harder than it's ever been, but oh my goodness, it is not destroying me the way that it has for so many years. So (laughs) what is it that I have? What is it that, what is this no that I have dealt with and dealing with, I should say? 
So let me start by saying this. I'm not here to swap war stories with you. If you want to find someone who has more health issues than what I have, you will find them. And if you want to find someone who is healthier than me, there's tons of people. And so I'm not here to try to tell you, here's my trauma, here's my stories, and here's what I've gone through, and now look at me, and this is just what I've, whatever. No, no. I'm just going to say that I have severe chronic health issues that from a medical standpoint have no solution because it's very uh, uncommon and there's not a lot of research being done on what can be used to help uh, basically with what I have. And so since I was in my mother's wound, I have had the health challenges that I have faced. And unless Jesus heals me physically, completely, I will never know what it's like to be a healthy human being on this side of things. The health challenges that I have limits the things that I can do and limits the things that... um, yeah, it limits the things that I'm able to do. And if you were a typical 25-year-old male like myself, essentially I'm not able to live in that full potential because of the health challenges that I'm facing. And again, from a medical perspective, when I go to my doctors in Toronto, there's no... Um, basically my trajectory is to stay stable and then one day I'm going to get worse. And when I get worse, there isn't a way necessarily to recover from that. And so it's this, if from a purely medical stance, there is no hope for me. The only hope that I could have is with Jesus healing me physically. And yet, for 25 years, he has not healed me physically. And I 100% believe that Jesus is more than capable to heal me. And he hasn't done it. And so for me, when we go into this series and we're saying when God says no, my no out of a personal wrestle and struggle for many years with Jesus has been out of this place where he has not healed me. And to be honest with you, again, this is a personal thing for me to be sharing. And it is not something that you could ever say to someone, do not say to someone that they have been given a no. That is between them and God. However, for me in my personal journey with Jesus, where I'm at today as a 25-year-old, it could be different thirty when I'm 35 or whatever, but right now it's been very clear to me that God isn't going to heal me physically. And so now I have to <laughs> learn how to navigate through the fact that I am limited And that I will never know what it's like to be a healthy human being on this side of things. I'm not looking for you to have sympathy for me. That's not why I'm sharing this. Again, I am wanting to have a conversation with a specific person. And that is a person who can relate to be giving a no. Who's looking for a healing but knows in their heart that God's not going to give it. It sucks, man. It's not easy. I'm not here to tell you it's easy. It's not. It's very difficult. In fact, I'll tell you that growing up as a sick kid and even into my adult, young adult years, which I know I'm still young, but there was a shift that happened. Um, but I've, I've used coping mechanisms to deal with the challenges that I've faced with my health. 
the thing that's interesting for me in my personal journey is that these coping mechanisms, these behaviors, these beliefs, these actions that I have had that were broken were all revolved around things that weren't related to the health issues that I had. So I had anxiety. I was scared. When I was a kid, I was scared of everything. Like you name it, I was scared. I was angry. I was angry at everyone. I was angry at God, angry at people. I was depressed. I was sad. I was suicidal. I had dissociation, if you know that term. I used escapism in high school. I would go longboarding. I would go to concerts. I would go on adventures to escape the reality that I lived in. The interesting thing for me in my own journey was that I use these things as a way of coping with this no that I've been given. I use these things to cope with this suffering, this physical ailment, this physical disability that I have that isn't going away. The ironic thing for me is I wasn't scared of dying from my health. I wasn't sad about being sick. I wasn't suicidal about being sick. I wasn't escaping in my mind from my sickness, which is very ironic if you think about the reality of what I'm saying. You see, what I'm saying is I never knew how to face the real problem that underlined these broken actions. I did not know how to ask the question that I knew in the back of my mind was there. I knew it was there and I didn't know how to ask it. And I was scared. I was scared to ask it. I was scared to ask God the question. And you know why I was scared? I was scared because I thought I had already known the answer to the question. I thought I knew the answer to the question, and so I didn't want to face the question. The reality is, in hindsight now, from the place that I sit, I can see so clearly how these behaviors, how these emotions, how these thoughts, how these relationships, my perception of them, all these brokenness, all these coping mechanisms, all these things that I did to try to deal with the real issue without dealing with the real issue, how it was all connected. You see, it was like a spider web, and it was like all I could see was the webs. I never actually dealt with the spider. I never dealt with the source. And I have a feeling that if you're listening to this and you've been given a no, I have a feeling that for you, if you're like me, you have been in survival mode. And I have so much empathy for you. I understand what that can look like. Now, I don't know what it's like, what you've gone through. I am not here to minimize or normalize your pain. That is not at all. Please don't hear that from me. But what I am saying is this. I have a suspicion that what I've experienced with this no and with this suffering is not uncommon. I have a suspicion that if you were to take time and reflect on your own story, on your own journey, and your own brokenness through a Christian lens of what that might look like, you might see the similar picture of this spider web of decisions, these spider webs of emotions, of actions, of spirituality, all these things. And you might see these problems and see that maybe, maybe you haven't dealt with the spider and you've just been trying to move these cobwebs. You see, for me, that was my journey. I didn't realize that there was a spider, so to speak. I didn't realize that there was a question. There was a question that I needed to bring before God. 
there was a, there was, how do I say that? There was an invitation that I thought was condemnation. That's probably the right way of saying it. There was an invitation that God wanted to give me through the suffering that I was facing that I still face to this day. But instead of seeing it as an invitation, I saw it as condemnation. I saw it as punishment. I saw it as as wrath. I didn't see it as love. How could it be love? It's pain. And it, like if you listen to the last episode, you'll know I talked about how I grew up in the church and so I was given this understanding of God of who was love and who was powerful and who was all these beautiful things. And I was told these verses that were supposed to give me hope through this pain. But instead, it made me feel distant. It made me feel misunderstood. It made me feel isolated. It made me feel like no one could ever understand what I was going through. Because the reality is when we suffer through physical ailments or through whatever it may be, it's incredibly isolating. It's incredibly lonely. And it's hard. And the ironic thing is that instead of turning to the source to wrestle and to work through these things, I turned to other things. I didn't know how to to do that. And so what I'm hoping in this series is that I can show you the way that I've walked and the way that I've wrestled through these things and how I've been able to, to grow and to learn and to experience a new way of being because I'm not a saved sick kid and I'm not a sick kid. I'm a son and you're a daughter or you're a son and there's so much transformation that can come through that revelation and in fact this next episode we're going to be talking about the need for an encounter but for now we're going to leave that there i don't really know what else to say but thank you for listening i'm just going to pray for you so father i just ask that that you would bring comfort and that you would bring peace to those who need it in this moment. Jesus, you are good and you are faithful and you are intentional. And Lord, you have not come to condemn us, but to invite us into a relationship, even through the pain, even through the suffering. And so Lord, I'm asking that you would just fill the room, that you would just fill us with your presence, that you would fill us with your peace. Holy Spirit, lead and guide the conversations that we're going to have with you in prayer and in wrestling. For those that have been wrestling, I pray that you would just enter in and give them a revelation that they need. Lord, for those who haven't been given permission to wrestle, I pray that you would show them how they can wrestle well in and through you. Father, I thank you that you're not scared of our pain and you're not scared of the suffering that you have not drawn away, but you actually draw near. Oh, would we feel your nearness? Would we experience your nearness in a new and in a fresh way today? In Jesus' name, amen.